2: Montana's only daily sports talk show. is now. Watch the show statewide on SW
0: Well, I've had all sorts of deep thoughts today. Well, not really deep thoughts, more just analytical thoughts. We're going to apply some of those thoughts about population growth, city centers, and uh, its impact on high school sports. And we're also going to give you some fun facts about high school sports from around the state of Montana. Welcome in to On Is Now ESPN Radio, jam-packed show for you here uh, on this Tuesday. we got fun facts all about prep sports uh, particularly high school football. We also got a preview of the uh, one of the games of the week. We have crosstown games coming up in both Missoula and in Bozeman. Sentinel and Big Sky play at Washington Grizzly Stadium on Friday night and uh, Bozeman Gallatin Bozeman High School. They each play one another on uh, Friday night as well at Van Winkle Stadium in Bozeman. So, it uh, should be fun. We're going to hear from Hunter Chandler and Levi Weshi. Hunter Chandler, the head coach of Gallatin. Levi Weshi, the head coach of Bozeman. We'll hear from them uh, about 15 minutes from now. We also have some folks from the Watsons Children's Shelter, uh, Watson Children's Shelter, excuse me, tennis tournament coming in. This is something that they do uh, each and every year. It's always something that we have been a proud sponsor of. And uh, it's a whole weekend of tennis that goes towards a great cause. Proceeds from this pro am goes towards the Watson Children's Shelter in their mission to provide safety, nurturing, and stability to children's and families through quality services and trauma-informed care. we we'll also have our latest Vertical Rays Player of the Week, uh, Pete Hamill, from Vertical Rays, will be in studio. Billy Scavio had a huge win over the weekend, so there, there's a, a teaser of who it might be this week. Hour number two, we're going to talk some Big Sky Conference football. We'll have our first look at both Weber State and uh, Northern Arizona. Montana State plays at Weber State. Montana plays at NAU. So no game in the Treasure State for the opening weekend of Big Sky Conference play. Uh, But there is a game in Ogden. There is a game in Flagstaff. There's also a big game in Moscow, Idaho, hosts sac State. So we'll talk about uh, all three of those matchups. Get some thoughts from Brent Vegan, head coach of the Bobcats on Weber State. Bobby Houck, head coach of the Grizz on NAU. We also have our Treasure State Stars this week. Some of the best individual performances from around the state of Montana. And then we also have our Grizz Star of the Week. Our Grizz Star of the Week this week, Braxton Hill, Anaconda, Montana native. A guy who was uh, an outstanding player and had one of his great games as a Grizz on Saturday. 15 tackles and two sacks for Ferris State, uh, or against Ferris State for the Grizzlies. And a guy that's just playing at a really high level right now, now that he's back to uh, full health. So there you go. There's your uh, show for the day. I was thinking about this. I was thinking about just the different factors that make high school football programs and high school just athletic departments in general good. First of all, leadership, stability, um, and vision are are all very important. I think those three things are very important in, in pretty much every element of life. Any organization you got, you got to have leadership, you got to have vision. Um, You also have to have resources. But there's other factors in high school sports that, that contribute for sure. Namely, how's the population in your area growing? And how does that then influence a lot of the different types of people that are maybe moving to that area? What's drawing them there? we saw some of these socioeconomic influences in Great Falls over the years because Malstrom Air Force Base is there in Great Falls. So a variety of people from a variety of different places from all over the country were moving to the electric city. And uh, so just having just more diverse backgrounds in every different element of diversity coming to communities, that is an opportunity to bolster the ranks when it comes to high school sports. We also see it though here, I guess what I'm getting at, the thing that made me start thinking about this is that in Missoula right now, I think you're, you're seeing uh, some of the, the, the positive dividends of the population growth as well as uh, the, the sort of stability that's been provided by Missoula youth football. Hellgate, Sentinel, and Big Sky, none of them have numbers out for football right now comparable to like a Billings West or a butte, but they do have better numbers than they've had in the past. Part of that's just because there's more people in Missoula. Part of that's because of the the infrastructure that exists. But I also think that there's, it's not a coincidence that some of the best football programs in the state of Montana have been in and around Missoula the last couple of years. And I think that stems from, again, MYF, some of the leadership and stability and vision there. Also some of the great coaches that exist uh, that are, uh, working in this part of the world. Dane Oliver's done a heck of a job at Sentinel. Patrick Shane's done a heck of a job at Florence. Bryce Carver's done a heck of a job at Hamilton. There's also been some uh, great leadership at Frenchtown, and now you see Corvallis on the rise. So sort of the, the boost in population, the fact that Western Montana, especially in Missoula and Ravalli counties, such a popular place to live, that's bringing more people, therefore more athletes I think it also makes the jobs very desirable for the coaches to want to stay. So they gave an impact there. In Bozeman, same deal. The Gallatin Valley has completely exploded. It's not a surprise, though, that Bozeman-Gallatin, a school that's been around for only a couple years, I think this is their fourth season playing football, that they're good right away. And now they're really, really good. They are the top team in the state of Montana right now. They're number one in this week's Treasure State Media Poll, the 406MT Sports Poll has Bozeman High at number one. So this is number one versus number two. No matter which poll you look at it, even if the number one and the number two is next to a different name, the winner of Bozeman High and Bozeman Gallatin, (laughs) I think you could safely say, is going to be probably the consensus number one uh, in the state of Montana coming out of this Friday's matchup. Then you also look at the Flathead. I mean, those are the three most fast-growing, most rapidly increasing populations in, in Montana. Missoula County, and Valley County, that this whole area here as we broadcast it to you live from the ESPN MT studio. And uh, the, the Gallatin Valley for sure. Helena's growing fast right around the capital city, but it, it's the Flathead is the third area that's really had a huge population boost. And while Kalispell Flathead High School hasn't really seen a lot of that, other than in wrestling, they've been tremendous in wrestling, great tradition there in wrestling. But Glacier certainly benefited from it. But so have all the others. I mean, I think the fact that the Northwestern A is one of the most competitive leagues in the state because you've you've seen influx uh, of athletes in that whole valley. and that has then had positive impacts on Columbia Falls, Whitefish, Polson. Um, and I think it's no surprise that those teams are all Eureka's yeah, been very good too. I know that's a little bit north of the flathead, but y- y- you can see the population growth. Uh, having an influence on uh, high school sports and especially high school football all around uh, the state of Montana. And then you break down the, the pockets that have been uh, most increasing in population. I think there's a direct correlation there. You're listening to Nuanas now, ESPN Radio. Maybe you're watching uh, SWX Montana Television, or maybe you're streaming on the ESPN MT app. I am Colter Nuanas. You can always stream the show as well on our station website, 1029 ESPN.com. And if you want to be a part of the show, you can always do that as well. 406-888-1029. That's triple eight one zero two nine. We got a prep extra with the Bozeman coaches. We got our Treasure State Stars. We got a whole bunch of other prep coverage coming up. Um so appreciate you for tuning in on this Tuesday. We also have our uh weekly Tuesday rendition of Tag Tuesday. Taglieri Tuesday that is we got 25 bucks for you to tagliari delicatessen. We got two locations now making it easy for you. Best sandwiches you're going to find in Montana. Also delightful selection of Italian goods. So 888-1029 that's your number you're going to want to remember. About 40 minutes from now we'll give you a chance to win some free Tagliari Deli. Prep Extra presented by Farmer State Bank. Farmer's State Bank has been enriching the lives of Montanans since 1907. Here's five fun facts about high school football in Montana right now. This is just quick hitters to get you going a little bit. First of all how about Lewistown, Fergus County? The Golden Eagles—they uh, have had such a, a well. First of all, really, really successful last couple of years, uh, particularly when it comes to football and boys basketball. It's also been uh, a saga that's been scarred by tragedy. Several young. Uh, so several teenagers, several adolescents from Lewistown died in a car wreck a couple years ago when the football team was in the midst of their playoff run. They went all the way to semifinals, then they lost, but then the next season was sort of about redemption and getting it back. What they do? They went undefeated and won the Class A state championship for the first time in more than a generation. Then in basketball, that same, uh, largely the same core of young men, they lost on a Step-back buzzer beater by Dougie Peoples on the Butte Central side of things, one of the iconic moments in Montana high school hoops history. On the Lewistown side of things, one of the great heartbreakers you could experience, losing on a buzzer beater in the state championship game. What does Fergus County go ahead and do? They come all the way back next last year and go completely undefeated. They beat Dillon for the Class A state championship. Well, don't look now, but Fergus County, the football team, They still haven't lost. They are continuing to roll. They're still the number one team in Class A. It's been impressive. It's been incredible, in fact, to see what head coach Derek Lear has been able to do there. Um, So that's my number one fun fact is that Fergus, despite a bunch of turnover, a bunch of guys that graduated off of last year's team, I mean, there was five Lewistown guys in the East-West Shrine game last year. So that shows you the type of talent that they had. Even without those guys, they keep on rolling, so uh, that's my number one fun fact is just how good uh, Fergus County's been. Number two, Friday night at Van Winkle Stadium in Bozeman should be a heck of a game, number one versus number two. The last two undefeated teams in Class AA, Bozeman High School and Bozeman Gallatin, they're each 4-0. and These two teams played in the state semifinals a year ago in the Class AA playoffs, so this should be a fun one. Uh, certainly an early barometer uh, and and maybe an indicator, but also just a huge game in it when it comes to the Eastern double a race. I mean, the, the winner of this game will be on uh, uh, sitting in the driver's seat and the the loser will be playing chase. Uh, That's just it's just, just as simple as that. Number three, the Southwestern a is even more stacked. If Corvallis is really good, of course, Dylan has been a power in that league forever. Hamilton's been a power in that league since Bryce Carver took over and, uh, We've also seen the re-entry of Frenchtown into the Southwestern A and they've been good. Bronx might be having a little bit of a down year this year, but Frenchtown's been very competitive in recent years. So then if you throw Corvallis into the mix as a really good team in the Southwestern A, and man, it's going to be some fun games coming up. Corvallis is 4-0 for the first time since 1987. So, we'll see if they can keep it going. Speaking of teams from around the uh, area, around Western Montana, they maybe haven't gotten a lot of love on the football front. How about a couple eight-man teams from right here in Western Montana that continue to play really, really well? Lee, of course, has been known for a long time for their excellent basketball teams, but the Arlee football team, they're number five in the state in Class C six, or Class C eight-man, excuse me, and they had a 16-0 win over Mission High School. San Ignatius played for the eight man title a year ago. That's a big win. Our Lee 16 to nothing uh, over St. Ignatius. And then the other one that hasn't gotten a ton of love, but they've built it up a little bit. And now they're, they were playing six man. Now they're playing eight man. How about Valley Christian from right here in Missoula? They're number six right now in class C eight man. And they beat a really good superior team. Who's been perennially very competitive in the eight man ranks 38, 26 last Friday. So Valley Christian also a top 10 team, um, we, I feel like we mentioned Valley Christian from time to time in, in basketball, tennis, but not really in football. So uh, kind of cool for them. Private school here in Missoula that's uh, making some waves at the eight-man level. And uh, Lee, of course, great basketball lineage, but uh, cool to see them getting it done on the football field as well. And then uh, my fifth fun fact is just that I think that it's going to be two. I think you're going to have a little bit of a playoff preview Friday night in Missoula. As well, Washington Grizzly Stadium will be the host to the Crosstown Clash. Big Sky and Sentinel playing at Wash Grizz. I was really impressed with what I saw in, from Big Sky on Friday night this last week. They lost to Butte at uh, 36-29, but they got some great athletes. They got some good speed. I think they're really well coached. I think they uh, are tough. Sentinel, you could say pretty much all the same things about them. I think they're really tough. I think they got really uh, good speed, good coaches. So I think this is going to be a clash. Sentinel right now is three and one. Big Sky is two and two. Uh, so we'll see. We'll see how it all plays out. But I think the West, other than Kalispell Glacier, is wide open right now. And I think uh the winner of this Big Sky Sentinel game will certainly have some momentum going into then uh, the second half of the season. We will hear from both Dane Oliver, Missoula Sentinel's head coach, and Matt Johnson, Missoula Big Sky's head coach, a little bit later on this week. But let's start with the clash in the Gallatin Valley. Bozeman High School versus Bozeman-Gallatin. We'll start with the longer tenured coach in this uh, uh, in this dynamic, I should say, only because Levi Wesche's been there at Bozeman in some capacity for a really long time. He's been the head coach for longer than Gallatin's even been uh, a high school. So Levi Wesche, first, Hunter Chandler, second. Prep extra on a huge Friday night in a couple different places coming up. In Missoula, we got a little crosstown action between Sentinel and and Big Sky, and in Bozeman, we got a little crosstown action between Bozeman High and Gallatin High. Levi Weshi, the head coach of the Bozeman Hawks, joins us now. Coach, appreciate the time. Congratulations on the great start. Uh, Just take us through it. I mean, what have you liked about the way your team's played so far this year?
2: Uh, Well, I think we're getting better every week, and I think that's always huge at this time of year. So um, we're just trying to take steps in the right direction. You know, we struggled running the football week one, and we've gotten a lot better at that the last couple weeks. And um, defensively, we've been very stout. So, um, yeah, I'm really happy with where we're at. A lot to improve on still, but still a lot of good things.
0: What have been the key elements to improving the run game? And I know you got the quarterback involved a little bit more. Is that part of it?
2: Uh, that's a little bit of it. To be honest with you, it's just I think we were we were just gelling a little bit up front, I think. And um, finally what worked out you know kind of what worked for us to be honest we've, we've played some really good defenses so far too so they're not making our life easier either so um good competition just kind of growing together as an offensive line all that stuff kind of coming together has been huge
0: well how have you liked this the way your kids have embraced the competition you, you guys have you played some some of the top teams in the state already just four games in so how have you liked the way your kids have just sort of risen to the level of competition
2: well, they just love to compete, I think, and um, they continue to do a good job of that. Uh, they embrace it. We challenge them every week to get better at something and, and always be moving forward and not focus on the past. So, you know, every Monday we tell them we're 0-0 again, and we got to try and be 1-0 at the end of the week. So one day at a time, one practice at a time, just trying to get better. And they love that stuff. So I, I love going to practice every day. It's fun.
0: Well, this is sort of a new thing in Bozeman, especially for a guy like you that's been around uh, Bozeman High School for so long. But now there's actual a real crosstown. So uh, what do you think, first of all, the timing of this game, being in the middle of the season as opposed to maybe how it was last year down the stretch?
2: Um, I don't know. To me, you know, the crosstown's great and all, and I think it's awesome for our community. I think but the weather maybe – a chance to be warmer this time of year. Maybe you get a few more people in the seats. Sure. Um, but I'm looking at the forecast. And it looks like rain Thursday, Friday, Saturday. So maybe that won't be the case. Um, but, you know, I think good weather puts more people in the seats. And then, you know, honestly, for us, it's more about trying to take control and, and stay in the driver's seat of our own destiny as far as conference goes. We need we need a win to, to continue to have a chance for a bye and, and a number one seat going into the playoffs. So, um yeah, there's a lot of things on the line, you know, and, and uh, the crosstowns is huge. I know it's important to the community and the kids, but overall, in the, arch, the overarching goal is to, to win our conference. So,
0: What do you think Bozeman-Gallatin does well?
2: Oh, everything.
0: <laughs> They've been good this year, for sure.
2: Yeah, no, they're good. Um, you know, I think they create a lot of explosives on offense. Um, they're very fast. Uh, so they, they take a lot of chunk plays, and they don't give up many. So I think those are the two things that stand out a lot is their defense doesn't give up hardly any chunk plays, and they take a lot on offense. Um, I think they're plus five in turnover margin, which is really good. I think all good teams are in the positives in turnover margin. Um, yeah, uh, they do a lot of things really, really well, and, um, you know, they run kind of that unique um three front they moved to this year and they've done an excellent job of that too so it's it's a new style of game planning for sure
0: it seems like they, they really do hang the hat on the defense and it makes sense being the coach chandler's you know sort of a defensive oriented coach and uh i think that's i mean would you agree that's probably a place that they've made a lot of strides i mean do you think that's one of the key factors and why gallatin's been so good this year
2: yeah you know they've been good on defense the last few years they were yeah. very good last year especially and um you know i I don't know. They're well coached on both sides of the ball. Sure. You know, I think Coach Jammer is a very well-rounded coach, and he does a good job with them. Um, but you know, their defense has been very good. You know, I think they've scored a defensive touchdown in the last three games. I think, or something like that. And I know they've given them even more short fields. You know, twenty yards and less to score. So, um, yeah, they forced a lot of turnovers. I think nine picks on the season already. So they're moving in the right direction.
0: What keys for your team then uh, on Friday night? How do you hope your kids just sort of embrace this uh, this awesome uh, game that you guys are going to have?
2: Oh, we got to go out and have fun and not let the moment overwhelm us. Um, a lot of these kids have been a part of big games. They've been a part of this cross town. You know, they were part of the state championship game last year. Um, they just gotta settle in and just play ball. It's like it's you know, still blocking, tackling, catching. Nothing changes on the field. It's just the atmosphere around. Can we block out the noise and and do the things you have to do to be successful? Uh, God protect the football. We can't turn it over. We can't give them short fields. Um, we gotta limit their explosive plays on offense, and then we have to find a way to manage factor a few for ourselves. So um, we really have to tackle well in space. The the two donkey kids are amazing and obviously Quinn Clark. I don't know if you can shut a guy like that down. You just gotta try and hope and contain him a little bit and, and not let him do too much damage. So um, we got our hands full for sure. And uh, but I think our kids are prepared and, and I think they're excited about the challenge ahead of them.
0: Should be an awesome game. Levi Weshi head coach of Bozeman High School, the Hawks versus the Gallatin Raptors Friday night, number one versus number two in the state. Coach, appreciate the time, man, and uh, best of luck on Friday night.
2: Hey, thanks for having me on.
0: Prep Extra presented by Farmer's State Bank. Let's hear from the Gallatin side. Couple fun crosstowns across the state of Montana this weekend: Missoula Sentinel, Missoula Big Sky at Washington Grizzly Stadium, Bozeman High School and Bozeman Gallatin at Van Winkle Stadium. Pretty cool. That there's a uh, crosstown rivalry game now uh, in the Gallatin Valley. We're joined now by the head coach of the Gallatin Raptors, who also happen to be the number one team in the state of Montana right now. Hunter Chandler, Coach, thanks for taking some time, man. First of all, what do you think of that? I mean, you guys have been building it for a couple of years now, but a couple polls got the Raptors number one. How are you guys feeling?
3: Yeah, you know, I think, um, you know, really just trying to take like every year and every kind of taking a week-by-week approach, uh, you know, and a day-by-day approach and just kind of preparing for the next team. And um, this week it just happens to be against, the, you know, a really good team and, and happens to be, you know, not too far away from us.
0: What do you think of, of just the way your team started then? I mean, what have been the key factors? You guys off to a 4-0 start. It's been a difficult schedule, but you guys have managed it well. So what, what has your team been doing well here for the first half of the regular season?
3: Yeah, yeah. you know, um, I think, you know, sometimes people might look at, at our schedule and, you know, so, I don't know, some people maybe wouldn't want that, but I think for us, um, you know, we were pretty excited about starting against, um, you know, two really great programs over there in the in the West with Helena Capital and Missoula Sentinel. Um, you know, and I think it was just a good measuring stick for kind of where we were at at that point in the season. Um, so I think that was, that was you know, that was good. And then, yeah, you know, playing, um, going senior and grateful to CMR through the last couple of weeks of, uh, you know, I just feel like it's it's going to really kind of gear us up for, you um, you know, at this point in the season, I think you know we've seen some good teams, and yeah, we're excited about where we're at. Um, but I think our kids have done a good job of, kind of like I said earlier, just taking it week by week. You know, not looking ahead, not looking behind. Um, and even you know, like we've won those games, and um, you know, there's you want to enjoy that, celebrate it a little bit. But at the same time, you know, there's still a lot of those things that we need to clean up. Um, you know, so I think our kids did a good job of, of understanding it was good that we won those games, but um, there's still a ton that we can work on um, that we need to get better at.
0: It seems like a, a popular thing to do this day and age in, in football is have multiple quarterbacks that can you know provide multiple skill sets to your offense. Uh, what do you like about that sort of system and, and how have you guys been able to do it pretty well this year?
3: yeah you know and I'm, I'm not gonna lie about that i don't i don't you know i've never really been a fan of it um you know before this year and, and not say that i necessarily am now i think it's just kind of what we have i think yeah. um you know they both just kind of proved the ability that they could play at a, at a at a high level for us um and they both kind of added different things to our offense so i think um you know we kind of decided kind of in the summer after that msu football team camp um that we knew that we had a you know a, a talented team and and uh, those guys were both you know doing a good job in different parts of the offense and um decided that we needed to play both of them
0: well it is interesting to just see all the different varieties and, and thinking behind all of it uh, how about the docu brothers i mean they have both had some huge games for you guys so far this year so i mean their explosive playmaking ability especially on offense how much has that helped
3: you yeah you know big i think anytime on offense um you know you want to have your you know you want to have your bread and butter and stuff you can move the ball with but um you know it helps if you can you know have a guy make a guy miss or a couple guys miss and you know bust some big plays and you know both of them have done that um you know reese more so in the in the running game um you know finding a hole finding a seam and making some good you know making some cuts in space and then um yeah you know carter you know same thing handing the ball throwing him the ball um you know whether that's a short pass or a long pass um yeah they're both super dynamic and really anytime they touch the ball you know they can score
0: what do you think of this bozeman then What, what sort of uh challenges do they present
3: yeah, you know um, a bunch. Um, you know they're obviously a really, really good team. Um, you know I think right now, if you just kind of look at film, I would say you know them and Glacier are are the are the top two. Um, you know, just really talented. Um, you know they have they have a lot of size. You know that that Hudson Weems kid that they have at at uh, on the defensive line and then plays center for him. Um, you know he's a stud. Um, they have the you know receiver. I don't know where he's going to go, but you know he's a he's a Division one talent, um, tall kid that can go high point the ball. Um, you know their box, especially on defense, is really good. Um, those guys can fly around. They're physical. Um, you know they're they're well coached. Um, you know all the way around. And um, yeah, you know they have a they have a really good team and a, a lot of seniors that have you know played in a lot of big games and, and uh, kind of been through it. So um, yeah, they're a, they're a great challenge for us.
0: Hunter Chandler, head coach of the Gallatin Raptors. They play against Bozeman High Friday night. Last thing for you then, Coach, keys of the game for your team.
3: Yeah, you know, I think um trying to play complementary football, you know, um, winning field position, taking care of the ball. Um, you know, and then, you know, we just gotta be physical and and uh, you know, kind of play our game.
0: Well, it should be a fun one. Thanks for taking some time leading up to it and the best select this week, man.
3: Appreciate it. Thanks for covering us again.
0: Hunter Chandler, head coach of the Bozeman Gallatin football team. Winner of this game, certainly going to have the inside track in the Eastern AA. Bozeman High, Bozeman Gallatin Friday night. We also got a Missoula Crosstown showdown. Big Sky Sentinel coming up. We'll talk about that uh, a little bit later on this week. A fundraiser we've been a part of for a long time. The Watson Children's Shelter Tennis Proway. I'm hosted by the Peak Health and Wellness uh, Racquet Club. That's coming up on October 5th. Scott Potter in studio with us to talk all about the tournament and the great cause that it's for. That's next. Keep it right here. Go on us now. ESPN Radio. We always try to highlight good and and worthwhile things going going on around the community and around the state of Montana as well. But when we have these events that are usually annually, just once a year, it just warps my mind how fast time goes, because I feel like I've been sitting here doing this with this guy recently, and uh, it's been a whole year since then. Scott Potter uh, in studio with us. Uh, He's the tennis director over there at the Peak uh, Health and Wellness Center, and they are in association with the Watson Children's Shelter returning for their uh, annual tennis pro-am this upcoming weekend. Man, time flies, man.
4: It does, yeah. where is the year gone? It's a little earlier than last year, but we are certainly, uh, yeah, It's a year has gone by real fast.
0: Yeah, crazy. So we're not quite to a year then.
4: Yeah, it's uh, actually the first weekend in October. Okay, October the 5th through the 8th this
0: yeah, year. So. Good, good. And usually it's a little bit later on.
4: Yeah, two weeks later. It's all okay. It's all geared around when the Grizzlies have home matches, games or not. <laughs> totally. So, uh, we have to do it when they don't uh, See, have an away game. So.
0: That is smart. Uh, so th- to give you the, the, the uh, sort of brief version of this. These guys are going to be hosting a tennis pro-am. So there's an auction to see which pro tennis players you're going to get to play with and alongside and watch and all that sort of stuff. And uh, then there's a a multiple-day tennis event, which uh, people can participate in as well as go and observe. And the most important part of all this, though, is all the proceeds from this pro-am go towards supporting the Watson Children's Shelter. Watson Children's Shelter has a mission to provide safety, nurturing, and stability to children and families through quality service and uh, trauma-informed care. You guys love this, right? I mean, this is one of your favorite events of the year.
4: Uh, It is the favorite event of the year. Yeah, it's awesome. It's the biggest tennis party of the year, in a
0: sense, uh, for Missoula. And uh, no, it's a great time. Well, so just take people through kind of the way that this all works. This gets rolling on October 5th. That's a Thursday. So, I mean, just tell people kind of the the schedule for the weekend.
4: Yeah, so Thursday night from 6 to 9 down at the Wilma. This is a new venue for us this year. Uh, We've actually gotten to a point where we're outgrowing some of our venues for our functions. (laughs) That's awesome, man. uh, So we're at the Wilma. Uh, we, We will be auctioning off 32 pros from around the... The country and former, you know, touring pros, regional pros, and grizz players, and and uh, and and us uh, lowly pros here at the peak.
0: <laughs> uh, some names that you might notice: Matts Willander, who's been a he's been a part of this multiple yeah, third times, years right? Sure. Yep. Which is cool. Uh, Murphy Jensen, Luke Jensen, uh, Brenda Schultz McCartney. Uh, Jimmy Pinjump, am I saying that right? Yep. yep. Uh, I mean, these are th- these are some pretty uh, prestigious names coming to Missoula. Yeah, Zula.
4: yeah. It's and we've got a few others coming too, with Robert Kendrick and uh, Jesse Witten, and then this year we've got another Grand Slam champion coming, and her name's Abigail Spears. So uh, we we've been able to get good good quality people to come in. So so, so the format for the actual
0: tennis, tell people about that.
4: So uh, if you're successful in bidding on one of the pros, you'll get to play four matches with them over the weekend. One will be Friday. And then two Saturday and then one Sunday morning and then we'll be done. But, uh, yeah, it's uh, that—that's if you're successful, chance to, to to play with one of these guys.
0: So, obviously, getting one of these big-time guys is going to be uh, big time for your success. How good do you have to be to play in this, though?
4: You, you don't have to be great. I mean, you really don't. As long as, you <laughs> as, and, as and you're having fun. As long as you're having fun, yeah. And you just tell them, hey, I've got one word for you and that's yours, meaning that they get everything going on the court. So,
0: <laughs> Well, if you want to find out uh, more about all this sort of stuff, you can visit watsonchildrensshelter.org again. Uh, Thursday, October 5th through Sunday, October 8th. Uh, Scott Potter from the uh, Peak Health and Wellness Center uh, in studio with us. Um... What else do people need to know uh, just about this event? Well,
4: we we've added a few new things this year. We we are doing a junior pro am this year, nice. so which is uh, something we've never done. Uh, it's one hundred fifty dollars to play with a pro for three times, and that's going to go from uh, uh, eight to twelve on Friday morning. So yes, they'll have to miss school, but it's for a great cause. Sure. Uh, yeah, and this just we have got a fish a couple of guided fishing trips with one of uh, a couple nice. of the uh, the guys on Thursday, so you can go onto the website and do a an auction bid on those things, uh, yeah, and and then again we're, we're moving our VIP party from uh, a place where we, it was just a little tough for us to, to deal with it to complex this year too. So uh, yeah, we're we got a bunch of new things going on. So
0: well, very cool. I, the, the cause you guys are contributing to, I mean, I know it's something that's important to all you guys. So I mean, what is it about Watson Children's Shelter that you, you want to be a part of?
4: I mean, what's not to like about supporting it's kids? Helping who, kids, who, yeah. Who, uh, yep. Have had a rough deal of it and uh, have been dealt a tough card. So, uh, you know, I've got a couple of kids myself, and I know how lucky they are. Um, And you know, fortunately, we were uh, able to break the one million dollar barrier last year with uh, going over a million dollars in our first twelve years. So uh, that's a that's a huge accomplishment in itself to support these guys, and uh, we're rolling, trying to get to that two million. So, well,
0: very cool. Uh, Of course, ESPN Radio and uh, the Trail 103.3 are again proud sponsors uh, of this event. Anybody else you want to mention that's to help you guys get this thing off. The well, ground. this
4: this uh, the title sponsor, Wildfire Wildfire Defense Systems, mm-hmm. Inc., out of yep. Bozeman, um, cool company. It, yeah, without them. It, without all of our sponsors, we can't do it. Without that group, especially they're they're our title sponsors and stepped up amazingly over the last few years. And um, yeah, without those guys, it would be it'd be tough. So
0: and all the tennis, is, this is happening out at the Peak at it Racket is, Club, yeah. right?
4: It, everything except the uh, the auction night down at the Wilma. It, it will be out at the Peak. So
0: it's a sweet facility. I got to tell you this. I, I've been to the the main Peak many many times throughout my life. I've been downtown. I'd never really wandered over the Racket Club. Yeah, my buddy says, "Hey, come on over here." They got the best sauna <laughs> I, you can find anywhere. It's true, man. It is so hot. It is an awesome sauna. And you meet some very interesting people there as well. Yeah.
4: Uh, I don't know if I'll comment on that. But, uh, yeah, it's a, it's a great place. Uh, we're, we're fortunate to have this place. And in, in, in a lot of people around the the region who come here really do think we've got a pretty good place. So.
0: Last time I was there, there was a couple professors from the university, and they were talking about, like, the cellular division that they had been working on, all this research on. <laughs> it's like, wow, you guys are a heck of a lot smarter uh, than me again the uh, the watson children's shelter tennis pro-am hosted by peak health and wellness it's october 5th through october 8th watson children's org is where you can find uh, additional information and tickets and details and all that sort of stuff uh, but if you want to be a part of this y- you certainly should the uh, the auction is probably almost as fun as the tennis and they get to sort of uh, mingle with all these great tennis players, both current and former as well. So
4: Yeah, we're fortunate enough to have 28 of the 32 pros that are going to be there that night. Nice. Uh, and then, actually, one other quick thing on Friday night. We have a pro-pro uh, winner-take-all $1,000 tournament going on between nice. the pros. So that's also where uh, people can come in and lay down a little bet. Nice, and then get to split the pot of what's available for that night. So, yeah, $1,000 sponsored uh, to uh, to the winners from Pure West uh, Realty here in town. And then uh, whatever the money is that's brought in from the pot, uh, you guys, if your team's winning, get to split it.
0: Tennis Pro-Am, all for a great cause. The Watson Children's Shelter, they have a mission of providing safety, nurturing, and stability for children and families through quality service and trauma-informed care. Scott Potter, uh, the tennis director out there at Peak Health and Wellness, joining us here uh, on Nuwad is now. Thanks for being here, man. Thanks so much, Colt. I appreciate it. More high school talk. We got our vertical rays, Class AA Football Player of the Week. We also might highlight some of the other top individual performances from around the state as well. That's next. Keep it right here. is Now, ESPN Radio.
2: One, two, three. Is now on ESPN Radio. So I always
0: tell Andrew this. I, I am a huge... Rap and hip hop guy. Consider myself even a maybe burgeoning historian. Nowhere close to Rajim Seabrook, but I do know a fair amount about the origins of and the arc of history in uh, the world of hip hop. New hip hop, though, I've been like struggling to get with just because it's like so prolific now. It's not like you just go get the album, people just drop these giant catalogs of music. I'm a bit overwhelmed on how I'm going to catch up. Like, how am I going to go about catching You're into this, Pete Hamill in studio with us. How am I going to catch up on like J. Cole and Kendrick Lamar? And there's, I mean, I, I, I've I, got fringe tastes of all of them, but how do you go deep on these guys?
1: I mean, I think you just got to go for it and, right. and pick some stuff up and start going with it. And, um, yeah man just just dive in. Some of the like that's not really new hip hop. Some of the no, new, it's true. It's some true. of the new hip hop like all the lil this guy and lil that guy right, and right. The mumble rap like I'm I'm not into it. <laughs> I'm like a Tupac 2000 um, right in that wheelhouse. See
0: right we we're we're on the same page. Here's the other thing is uh, you, you and I both drive a ton for work. My habit now has become the listening to like audiobooks and audibles and podcasts when I'm driving. Yeah. I just need to go back to listening to albums because you can just crush like four or five albums when you're on a you know, four-hour drive.
1: You know what I do, and, and I might catch heat for this. A lot of people are Spotify, Spotify people. I'm a Pandora person mm. because it throws in new music that I haven't heard before. So for me, it's a really good way to expose myself to new music that sounds similar to the things I already like. So that's a good way to pick up on something.
0: Maybe when I'm driving down to Ogden, Andrew, I'll uh, I'll make Stuber listen to full-on J. Cole albums, full-on Kendrick. War albums. This could be kind of fun. Yeah, well, it's just educational, <laughs> you
4: know. Just tell them that. I've always you're te- going to learn
0: something. I've always teased it because our guy Tom Stuber, who helps us, uh, who's a writer for us at Skyline Sports, uh, love hanging out with him. Love spending time with him. He's just. Uh, he, he's got a whole different perspective on things like this is this cash only transactions. That's what I'm saying. So <laughs> <laughs> gotta love it though. It's old school and I, and I really appreciate it and appreciate his way of being. It's our vertical Rays player of the week. Uh, there were a couple weeks into this Now, actually crazy to think the high school football season is almost half over in, in terms of the regular season. But, uh, Pete Hamill from vertical Rays has been joining us once a week here, uh, to give a double a player of the week award. And it's been very cool. Uh, First of all, we got to start with the award last week because we gave it to Russo Batterman of Butte High School. But then you and I went to the Big Sky Butte game on Friday night and got to watch a great high school football game. And then you got to give Russo his his trophy right afterwards. So that was pretty cool. But, I mean, first to start with the game, I, I was very impressed with... Um, Butte's ability to finish, but also with Big Sky's athleticism, I th- those two teams are both pretty good, I think.
1: They are both really good. Uh, there were some guys from, I mean, we sat there and watched it together, and one thing that I wanted to mention before we jump into stuff is this kid, Cormac Bat, over at, at Big Sky, uh, he's running around with a club on. He's got a broken hand, and yeah. he's just balling. He's catching 40-yard touchdowns. He's knocking, he's breaking up passes, and and then the thing that really impressed me the most, that Butte kid went down on the sidelines, and Cormac Bat runs over, and he's helping stretch him out because he's cramping up, and he's helping the Butte kid get back on the field, and I just thought it was cool. And I don't know if it that's cool. it's good Coach Johnson having him dialed in or if that's just how that kid is, but it was something that struck me, and I thought it was cool, and that kid deserves credit, respect, Cormac, if you're listening.
0: And what a great start. Well, I mean, first of all, Butte won the game 36-29 to move to 3-1, and one, drop Big Sky to 2-2. Two and two. Well, Big Sky sitting at 2-2 two and two with the schedule that they played is pretty good. I mean, the, their other loss was to CMR, and uh, they sort of fell apart in that game. And I think they probably could have won that game if they didn't have a bunch of turnovers in the third quarter. But I think Big Sky uh, is absolutely going to be in the mix with Sentinel on Friday night. I, mean, I think that's going to be a clash of pretty evenly matched teams, at least of what I've seen of each so far. I've only seen them in person once each, but they both... Uh, have looked good, and I think that they're uh, relatively decently evenly matched. But Butte, I mean, they got the comeback win over Billings West, they got the comeback win over Kalispell Glacier, and then they got a big road win in Missoula, so Ari Gray's got his guys rolling a little bit now.
1: He does. Uh, Aerie runs a tight ship, and I I agree regarding Big Sky. I thought that they were tough, and they were fast, and they did a nice job, and they're probably... uh, That game with Sentinel is going to be a really good game and throw Crosstown into the mix, and that makes it even more intense. And... I was listening to your segment with Coach Westman before this, and I just got a comment on the the Bozeman Gallatin game. That should be the last game of the year, period. I agree. Like you got to play that crosstown game at the end of the year. Don't throw that in the middle. Let them build up to I, it. I
0: totally agree. Especially when we only have two high schools in the town. Totally. I mean, that's what it's the, about. The last weekend of the regular season is going to be Great Falls versus C.M.R. It's going to be, you know, you're going to have Helen versus Helen in the capital. Flathead versus Glacier. You should have Boswell versus Gallatin now that we got it on the schedule. But we've seen a little influx in these crosstowns. We got a couple this week. We had a Billings West, Billings Senior crosstown last week. Up, oh, but our vertical raise player of the week comes from the other Billings high school, Billings Skyview. So tell people about our choice this week.
1: Well, I'm gonna throw you a curveball and we can kind of make a decision. So okay, yeah, okay. Javen Gallup over at Skyview had two pick sixes, took a punt to the house and. Skyview broke a twenty-game win streak.
0: Uh, twenty-game losing streak. Yes, yeah, twenty-game
1: losing streak. I'm Skyview sorry, had me. not
0: won since twenty twenty-one, and they beat Flathead. So uh, good for Skyview to get off the schneid.
1: Compare it with Merrick Mahelish for Capital comes in, throws for one hundred eighty-eight yards, throws for three touchdowns, runs for ninety-nine more yards, and two more scores. So the kid had five tugs. Capital won sixty-three to two over Hellgate. Um, we're going off the rails. We're going to do something unprecedented. The first ever co vertical race hey, players of the week.
0: I can get down with that.
1: Yeah, Merrick Mahelish, Javen Gallup, you guys are both getting trophies. You're both the player of the week. Great job to both of you. Um, Skyview getting off the schneid, that's huge. And then Mahelish, stellar game.
0: Uh, Mahelish is a, a really interesting athlete. He, um, I mean, first of all, in terms of pure just speed and explosiveness, he's an incredible athlete. I mean, he's the best hurdler in the state of Montana, and he has been since he was a sophomore. I think his athletic potential is is tremendous, especially in track and field. But he, he's coming into his own as a quarterback as well. And, and, and you know, big shoes to fill. They had a multi-year starter there uh, last couple of years there at Capital. So, uh, in, in uh, the Michelotti kid. So, certainly big shoes to fill. Uh, I watched Mihalje at uh, Marty Mornoweg's quarterback camp this last summer. And he's one of those kids where he's got the tools once it, he figures out about how to make it click. That's going to be big time. And, and I mean, hard to say he didn't make it click. <laughs> yeah, he threw when you, <laughs> for 200 and ran for 100 yeah. more
1: and had five teeters. Yeah.
0: Yeah, yeah. So he, I um, uh, really good. good, good, good by uh, Mahelish. And uh, you just got to feel happy for. For Skyview. I mean, like I always say, we have no rooting interest in this, but you don't want to see teams that just don't win any games. That's just that's not really fun for anybody. So no, and I told you this
1: week one, Skyview was going to win a game this year. For sure. They're good. Um, they came in and they battled with Sentinel, and it was clear that they got some kids that can play, um, and they're
0: much improved, and congrats to Skyview. That's a big deal. Well, while we got you here, the, our, the, our Vertical Rays uh, Class Subway Players of the Week, two of them, Merrick Mihalich, uh and Javen Gallup, uh, Mahelish, of course, of Helena Capital, Javen Gallup of Billy Skyview. Congratulations to those two young men. Uh, let's just roll into our Treasure State stars Present, presented by Parkside Credit Union. Uh, we'll just do the high school ones here and then we'll get to some of the other ones in hour number two. But I thought you'd get a, uh, a kick out of this. Pete's dad, Pete, Pete's lived a life of football, that's why we can always talk ball. His dad was a longtime coach and uh, coached actually in Glasgow for a long time, so he knows small town Montana, even though he went to uh, grew up in Coeur d'Alene. But in the six man ranks, Custer Heisham Melstone scored 87 points uh-huh. on Friday. Lane Duncan threw nine touchdowns. And also scored a rushing touchdown. So 10 total touchdowns.
1: That's nuts. I've never heard of anything like it. <laughs> I've I never mean, heard of anything like that either. What is that? That's six-man? Six-man. I mean, six-man's a different animal, but that's for still, sure. That's still really Even in the
0: six-man ranks, though, you do see you know, five, six, seven touchdowns because there's a lot of scoring. But, I mean, 87 points for your team and 10 total touchdowns by one young man. Pretty good. Uh, kid deserves a shout-out. <laughs> <laughs> Lane Duncan, our Treasure State star, uh, number one. Treasure State start, number two, Harley Bianchini. He's, uh, he caught a 21-yard touchdown pass from Kellen Harrison, also added 84 yards on the ground and uh, a rushing score, and he helped uh, Bozeman High School to a 35-7 win over Great Falls High. Again, Bozeman High, Bozeman Gallatin, the last two undefeated teams in Class AA, both at 4-0. Also had Merrick Mahelish on the list because I didn't know if we were going to go that way, so uh, he also gets acknowledged. I guess we'll throw Javen Gallup on there as well. Uh, Casco Kachia, Future Grizz, uh, Athlete uh, from Spell Glacier. He had three rushing scores for the Wolfpack, and they destroyed Helena High. Helena High is a team that's swimming a little bit. I think that they uh, have been a victim of their schedule a little bit. I think they still are pretty talented. Um, but Glacier gets back on the right side of things after they had the uh, the heartbreaking um, loss to to at, at, in Adirondack Stadium to Butte, uh last week. Thursday, star number eight, Quinn Clark. We're going to be naming this kid's name a lot. He's going, sure, sure. he's going to the Big Ten. But he had a pick six plus two more receiving touchdowns, and Gallatin rolled past Great Falls CMR 54-6. Uh, and uh, we'll get to a couple other ones uh, a little later on, but I'm sure you had a couple of those guys on your list as well. Yeah,
1: we thought about it. And like you said, Quinn Clark, we're going to talk about all the time. And then regarding... Glacier and and Helena, man, the Bengals just caught Glacier at the wrong time on the right. wrong week. Coming off of that loss, you know they were fired up. You know Grady was in their ear. It's tough to catch those guys when when they've got your full, you've got their full attention.
0: Well, especially considering what Glacier's aspirations are for this year, you know. I mean, I think that they fully expected to to be on the inside track for the number one seed out of the West, and you know, then they get knocked off by Butte, and uh, so then you got some work to do, but. I think it's going to be a war out West. I don't think the number one seed is going to go undefeated in the West. So, uh, we'll see. Andrew texts uh, Gideon Boswell from Corvallis. Two part-return touchdowns in the first quarter wow. for Corvallis. So, Corvallis also off to a historic start uh, 4-0 and for the first time since 1987. So, uh, pretty darn impressive uh, for them. Our Treasure State Stars presented by Parkside Credit Union. Parkside Credit Union, a great place in Western Montana to get a loan, because Parkside Credit Union uh, loves to say yes. I was asking you about uh, places you've been in Montana. Have you been to Taglieri? The deli. Yeah. 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 Oh, good. Uh, every Tuesday we give you a chance to win free tag. You got a go-to sandwich there?
1: Yeah, um, the Megadeth.
0: See, every single one they one time when we first started this promotion, they let me try every single sandwich. And it completely skewed what my favorite was because I just like all of them. So now I just go in there and tell them to just pick for me.
1: That's a good idea. I do that a lot (laughs) at restaurants where I'll give them a couple options and say, don't tell me, bring out whatever you would have for yourself. But um, yeah, the Megadeth might be the only one I've had there. Maybe that's why it's my favorite. (laughs) uh, Killer Sandwich uh, Tags does a great job.
0: Well, two locations now in Missoula. One on the corner back with the Higgins, one in the Sawmill District uh, on Wyoming Street, bottom floor of the Cognizant Building. If you order online, the only thing I gotta tell you is you gotta go to the right spot. If you order from the old the OG location, go there. If you order from the sawmill location, you gotta go there. They're not very far apart. So if you go to the wrong right one, okay, you can figure it out. But just go to the right one. It makes it easier on everybody. But they'll have the sandwich ready for you in the cooler. You just grab it, you go. And if you want some free tagly call us right now. 406-888-1029. That's triple eight one zero two nine. Call number four. We got a twenty-five dollar gift card for you to Tagliari Deli, uh, Tag Tuesday, every Tuesday here uh, on Nuanas Now. Congratulations to our Vertical Rays uh, Players of the Week. Pete Hamill in studio with us, our first co-player of the week, so that's fun.
1: First ever. Uh, Didn't
0: do it last year, hadn't done it this year. Uh, well, I love it. Uh, Vertical Rays, an awesome organization that helps a variety of different types of organizations uh, raise money, but specifically a high priority on high school sports and and other extracurricular activities. So, I mean, just tell people a little bit more about you guys' mission at Vertical Raise.
1: No, I think you said it. It's important to us to make a difference in our communities and and try to raise enough money so that kids can have the kind of experiences that we got to have when we were growing up, and those cost a lot of money these days, so we try to fund those as well as we can. Um, yeah, uh, outside of that, I think you pretty much covered it.
0: Vertical Raise, you can uh, look them up on Instagram, on Facebook, and uh, also find them uh, online at verticalraise.com as well. Uh, thanks for coming in, man. Thanks for having me, as always. No, as that hour one in the books, hour two coming at you. Weber State, maybe the surprise of the Big Sky Conference so far under a first-year head coach and Mickey Mental. Northern Arizona also a surprise in the Big Sky so far because how the heck is Northern Arizona not any good? They used to be good. What happened to them? We will give you a first look at both Weber State and NAU who each respectively host the Montana schools on the other side. Keep it right here. No is now ESPN radio.